Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DIY and how Studios presents... From Hollywood, California... Art of Rock with Caution Friends. Part of the Rock and Roll Archaeology Network of Podcasts. Music, culture, technology, and rock and roll. Now... Let's rip off the shrink wrap and get to the show. Hello, diggers. Welcome to Art of Rock with Kosh and Friends, a production of Rock and Roll Archaeology. I am the aforementioned Kosh, and I'm behind the mic in Los Angeles. I've had a long career designing cover art, logos, posters, and the like for rock and roll artists. About 2,000 album covers the last time I checked, and they were for hundreds of different artists. Put it this way, you've seen some of my work. In this podcast, which will come out once a month here on the Rock and Roll Archaeology Network, I will chat with some of my fellow artists and designers about their work in and around rock and roll. Today is our inaugural episode. Welcome, and we hope you will enjoy it. A quick plug for the website, rockandrollarchaeology.com. Podcasts, show notes, social media links, all that sort of thing, that's where you find it. Subscribe. Rate, review, and please tell a friend about rock and roll archaeology. Right, that's the business. Now let's do the show. A little about our guest today. Ron Larson is an old friend and a comrade in arts. He's got a pair of Grammy Awards on his shelf for his album cover designs. He's done lots of work for Disney Studios, and he was on the graphic design team for the first two Star Wars movies. That's just a quick sample of his many accomplishments over a very long career. We'll get into all of that and more in our discussion today. Ah, one more thing. In the show notes for each episode of Art of Rock, we will provide links to each piece of artwork we bring up. So, if you want to click through and look it over while we discuss it, well, please do that. So, let's tear off the shrink wrap, open up the album, and take a good long look. Let's meet Ron Larson.
Today I'm sitting with Ron Larson, my great friend and colleague from way back, and we can argue about that. Uh, but anyway, what we'd like to know from Ron is where did we meet, how did we start, and before that, how did you get into the business, and how did it sort of coerce with what we eventually did when we made a few classics together, <laughs> didn't we? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, well, I... You know, I, I think I've always wanted to be a creative person from day one. You know, always a lot of different paths to where we ended up. Uh, I was in the Army for a while as an illustrator. I, I went to art school for a while to, to learn to do that. And I uh, I did get my master's degree from Cal State Fullerton. Oddly enough, my, my graduate show, I did album covers, uh, uh, expecting to fulfill the dream somehow that way. And, and uh, you know, when I got out of school, I, you know, I, I went and badgered every record company I could until they, uh, actually Capitol Records, one day I, I asked if they were looking at portfolios and the girl answered the phone and said, mm, not this week. And so I called in a week and I said, you know, can you show my portfolio? And she said, no, not this week. And I said, well, that's what you said last week. And she said, well, how's Thursday? <laughs> so we got in, we got the, story, in the door there. It? Yeah, yeah, that worked for me. And, and from there, I, I, I wandered into the uh, into 20th Century Records. 20th Century Records was, um, at the time, the big act was uh, um, Barry White. Oh, my God, yes, right. other people okay, on yeah. the label. And, and so I was working with a, an Australian friend that uh, turned out to be a friend. And he introduced me to, um, you know, record cover stuff that I I actually mm. sink my teeth into, but he asked me one day if I knew anything about airbrushing, and I said, "Yeah, I do a little bit of airbrushing, I think." <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he he mentioned there was a group um, uh, of um, people putting a film together on the back lot at Universal who needed somebody to do an, uh, an illustration, kind of photo montage thing, and uh, wondered if I was interested. And I, yeah, sure, I'll go over there. I'm out of school by six months, but thinking, yeah, why not? You know, and so I go over there, and it's. Lucas Films. They're mm. looking for somebody to do a, a montage illustration for the cover of Time Magazine on this movie they're going to come wow. out with called yeah, Star Wars. Go <laughs> figure. And I had no clue what Star Wars was. Nobody did. It was prior to the movie being released, but cover of Time Magazine. God, you know, what, what more do you want? So got into it with them then, and that's where this project, uh, the Star Wars album cover, came up. And, Oh, because we were doing the soundtrack cover there at 20th Century Records, it evolved into a bunch of stuff. Turned out they didn't get the cover of Time Magazine, but it was still a nice. Oh, illustration. I didn't know that. Oh, well, they got preempted by an Israeli election. Which, oh, well. <laughs> go figure. Me. You know, right. looking back, you know, but uh, they they did uh, put the uh, a nice spread. Mm. <laughs> so that was handy. So and that's how I did. I, did you still have that spread? It's in uh, Time Magazine. I'll, I could look it up. I want to see <laughs> it's it. It's in Google. Uh, I still have that illustration. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. good. And good, we good, use good. that. Oh, in your secret drawers that you keep. That's yes. right. We have your pardon the expression. Yes, that's right. <laughs> You know, they ended up using that illustration for a ton of different things. It goes into a drawer that they have, and they pull it out and put it on whatever project they're working on. But uh, the funny story was that we were were talking about the Star Wars thing, and that was way before the movie came out. So, you know, a lot of things were going on. One of the things that they asked me to do while I was there in in their back lot at Universal Studio, small apartment, is uh, they asked if I could fix the W in the logo. And I said, sure. And so I did. And it's kind of hard to describe to people because you have to see the previous one that they they had developed um, prior to 
the one I fixed. Mm. <laughs> and from there, I, I did a lot of work. Oh, so I can get your autograph on that oh, W, just on the, the W, w yeah, of the Star Wars. Yeah, yes, yeah. right, got it. Okay. But uh, I went on from But there. the rest of it is left, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just the W. You know, and the album cover is not my absolute greatest uh, achievement. You know, we're talking about an album cover with a Star Wars logo on. In uh, these days, you look back and you say, well, that's all you needed. But then um, the record company really didn't think they'd sell more than 25,000 of this soundtrack. They don't sell, you know. They had no clue. movie was coming up and, uh, you know, they lost their shirt on that one by, by not having, you know, 100 million of them ready to go. Right, okay, so reprints and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trucks and, have to roll. And yeah. from there, I, 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 I worked with Star Wars, uh, with Lucasfilms. I did the logo for Empire Strikes Back, and I did hmm. a, a ton of uh, airbrush photomontage illustrations, you know, spaceships with laser swords. And this was all pre-computer, so it was literally uh, airbrushing and stuff. And so that worked on worked Yeah, out I've got a few well of those things, actually, I've stuck away because yeah. they're pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's fun. I mean, and I got, you know, they got the shots from the, uh, the, the still photographer, and it's on the lot, and they're standing there holding this rod. And, you know, you get the photo, you get the print, and you make a big print, and then you go in and airbrush. And it becomes a la- laser. Yeah, sword, yeah, yeah. The sword. That's Things that you do in 20 minutes on a computer now took weeks because you had to buy prints and all that. Kind of a delicate airbrush. That's something style. we should get into, the fact that things have changed so much, you know, since yeah. we, you know, used to cut and paste and... Uh, yeah, prior to computers, there was a whole different mm. world there, and it was, it was um, I had a fairly decent niche, and I think that's kind of what leads to you and I and our, and our association was the Swing album cover um, was a, a first endeavor um, between the two of us, and I remember... Um, your associate, what was her name? Kay Steele. Kay Steele. Yes, Kay was Steel. Yeah, yeah. A lovely lady brought this out, brought a, a pencil tissue. It was a, a mock-up uh, of the swing cover that uh, you had done. Yeah, the pencil tissue was yeah. in fact a drawing, yeah. which was like you know, on a, probably on a postcard or something. I don't, yeah. remember I don't know where you ripped it off, <laughs> but yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> anyway, she brought that in and, and asked me if I could do it, and, and and mentioned it was for you. And I didn't know you, but I obviously had heard of you. Beatles thing, right? Something like yeah. that, yes. It's yeah. too long ago. Yeah. And so I said, sure. And so we um, we got that, uh, you know, I, I did the illustration, and then you came in and picked it up and, and seemed to be very happy with it. it seemed to be oh, yeah, I was delighted. In fact, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it was this big. I mean, I can't, you can't see my yeah. hands, but they'd be like, it's probably three foot square or something. Yeah. You know, was, yeah. That was it. You always did these things twice up because yes. uh, the yeah, benefits we have you to get make, in reduction. Yeah, because they look so much better when you reduce <laughs> them. That's right, yeah. Right. Yeah, the old trick, but don't tell anybody <laughs> any of that stuff. Uh, anyway, so you took it to show Richard Perry and, and there was a, there was some kind of back and forth with Richard that uh, yes <laughs> that I think the, the difficulties careful, of careful. working with, yes. yeah, <laughs> difficulties of working with any client it seemed to be those difficulties seemed to be I think what um, uh, you know allowed us to bond so to speak in, in, a, in, a, in a way that uh, formed a pretty good partnership hmm. you know yeah, the way I saw it anyway. <laughs> but are you going to go into the story about the 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 S? The, the, well, that's the details of the story. Well, I mean, it's a good story because look, it shows yeah. you what you're dealing with with clients. You know. Well, and I and I don't want to say that they don't have the right to do anything they want. Most clients are not nitpickers because they're generally they're kind of they like what we do. You know, that's hmm. why they hired us. But some of them like to you know be like nitpickers. To- <laughs> And in that case, this in this case, particular case, what he had asked to do is he was asked to bring the um, the swash on the S back up an inch. No, it's going to be difficult to explain to people listening what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly, that's yeah. why I was saying it. But it was an airbrush illustration, very complicated, very technical thing that had um, a lot of you know um, 
nuances, shall we say? Well, it, 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 again, it's not Photoshop. It's, <laughs> no, it's right. an airbrush it's illustration like, that had to, to bloody hard work. Yeah, well, there you go. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and to change it meant you had to. Uh, there was some difficulty to it, but I did it. And, yes. and I think you were impressed with the fact that I did yeah, it without did it. whining yeah, about I, it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, moved it back up an inch, and then you came and took it and showed it to him again, and and the uh, and came back to my studio after that, to, and I thought. Why aren't you smiling? <laughs> and you were disappointed the fact that he wanted it back down a half an inch. <laughs> and it went back and forth from there for uh, a little while. Yes, yeah, a little yes. while. And then, but as I said, we, we made some pretty good money off of his indecision. Yes, we did. We did so indeed. We're, yeah. we're okay with so it. So does that sort of segue us into more Richard Perry, or how do you want to go from here? I don't know. I, well, it, it, I, as we were talking earlier today, and we're t- it, it kind of gets cloudy as far as dates go, but I, we have you know some dates that we've written down. But I think that the next project that we worked on, although there were probably other ones in, in between there, was a Pointer Sisters yes, cover, and that yeah. was a, the So Excited album cover. Yeah, which was a, okay. That was and that a, was a Richard Perry project as yeah, well. Yeah, and that was a, a that was a Norman Norman C photograph, which I had to uh, direct Norman, which was not an easy practice. Yeah, yeah, but yes, I think that's where we went. Decided it was all going to be black and white, and just the lettering was going to be in yeah in day glow yeah, pink, yeah. but of course you can't persuade an album, you know, and that, is that, label to is, print an extra color just yeah, for that. You know? That's right. That was Norm Seif. That wasn't. What was the Aaron? Which when did Aaron Rappaport shoot? Oh God, I can't. Remember. Um, it was Jim. Jim Shea did a few. Uh, oh, he did. Uh, Aaron did black and white, which is the one with the triangular. Is that where the one where he bounced uh, Richard out? The oh, studio. that's the one we threw Richard out the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because right. we always used to cheat with Richard anyway. Remember, because yeah, it yeah. was like we tell him the shoot was at three, but it's really at one. So yeah. by the time he got there, yeah. he couldn't mess he, with it because it's play. too late. <laughs> what I what I remember out of the uh, uh, the so excited cover was that uh, your uh, your fondness for scribbled lettering. Oh, uh, that's right. Led you, led you to use. Oh, my, that's right. My so sc- I did the front covers. <laughs> right. I mean, a hundred times I did so excited right. on tissue right, yeah. and then I gave up and you did the back you did well, all, you all used that stuff. my chicken scratching oh, for the tune oh, stacks yeah. on the back yeah. Tons, yeah exactly but it was like I much was, more work than I had I to was do. flattered I thought maybe it was like there was a new career in calligraphy of some sort there for me <laughs> but it worked out kind of fun you know yeah. and I think that that was a um, what I got out of that was a confidence level that you had that I had no clue about oh you know and obviously, oh, really? well yeah you, you had some experience with these people that I didn't and I think that I think they want to be shocked to some degree and I think you scribble on the back of their <laughs> and tell them it's good. You know, you got to do that with, with confidence. It. Yeah. You know, and, well, and, and, actually, and, this is a nice cover, though. I must and, that was great. Yeah, We're really it's lovely. That in one. fact, it still looks good. Yes, that's true. And we don't have that one for you to display here today. No, no so for, yeah, because the our audience up. cannot see what we're displaying but anyway. Look it up. Look it up. It's a good <laughs> piece. <laughs> yeah. So, so excited. What, what, what date was that? I, mean, was I don't know. Oh, thank you, Ron. You do know. I know you know. I do. As I recollect, I think believe it was nineteen eighty. Too, well, thank yeah. you, thank you very yeah, much. Sure. Yes. Uh, but but the whole point that single was such a huge success yeah. for the Pointer Sisters, yeah. and our friend Tom Snow mm. uh, wrote that. So let's talk about REO Speedwagon. So oh, there was a yes. band that was great fun memories. to work with. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes. Uh, I I remember lots of things, as I'm sure you do. I remember that it was a very diplomatic. Uh, uh, group of guys, as long as Kevin was the uh, oh, diplomat. The, definitely, yes, right. Got it. <laughs> and yeah. it was fun. It was fun working with them because they seemed to be so um, interested in the concept that we were generating. Uh, and 
something. What, what, what date was that? 82. 82? 83? Okay. That sounds right. That was the good uh, that was the That was the, the follow-up from um, High Infidelity. Yeah. And uh, they had this studio out in um, in the valley. Right. Oak Street Studio. Was that Valgrave Studio? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. That was on Sorry. Ventura. Uh, yeah. We'll get into Valgrave later. You know what I remember about that studio? Mm. They had a batting cage next door. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, but they had always some of the psychedelic lights flashing. Do you remember that? That's right. And I remember taking my son John there, and he just was somehow or other just got off with <laughs> Kevin Cronin and he was on the drum kit and he was yeah. doing all sorts of shit. Yes, it, it was, was a good studio. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. They, um, I, I thought they were a great bunch of guys to work for. I remember them mentioning one time that they felt that uh, quite a few of the bits in uh, uh, Spinal Tap was patterned after Yo. That, or yeah. vice versa. But, yeah, yeah, so. safe. but uh, I thought and that That's was another kind of, subject we've got to get yeah, into. Yeah, Boy. Like, yes. They can go on for days. But, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I remember uh, this album in particular, the good, Good Trouble album was um, uh, kind of a, a cool thing to do to, to build this set for the the photo studio, but we also duplicated it for the amphitheater. That's at, right at yeah. the Universal Studios, which was kind of fun for their tour. Was this in David's studio, David Alexander's studio, and I think it opposite was opposite Capitol um, Records. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was. A, quite a set, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of you know, and the, the idea that it was a concept built around this album as opposed to just. Headshots and yeah. type. So the concept behind the lot of the album covers that Ron and I worked on uh, were always kind of very meticulously mapped out. Now, as far as Good Trouble's concerned, we were coming off um, uh, High Infidelity, which was the inside of a hotel room, you know, with the sets with the uh, the hotel neon light flashing outside, and you know the uh, the very very careful propping. There was a hooker in there too, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a hooker in there. Well, yes, <laughs> okay. yes, yes, she was. She was applying lipstick at yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, so this was a follow-up in the concept to the fact now the band had left and left the place like totally trashed. Um, but some of the parts and pieces in the, in the set were left over from the previous um, album, which is also the same pieces and pieces of set that we use for Martin Mull's Sex and Violins. <laughs> we kept recycling yeah. all these, really these props. Yes, right. And yeah. I can't remember the date of Martin Mull's. But yeah. He was a fun guy to work with. Um, but anyway, so we re- recycle our props a lot. In fact, we tried it for Rod Stewart, which is also another story that's we're right. coming to. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's the concept behind it. The band had left. Um, and then on the back, uh, this is the Randy St. Nicholas picture on the back. No, that must no. be. No, that's yeah. got to be David Alexander. No, she Alexander. was on the wheels of turning. Yeah, this is David Alexander again. Yeah, okay. So anyway, if you guys look up the cover, it's pretty nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think the music was pretty good, too. But the oh, cover, no, but, you know, yeah, music? Yeah. Who cares? No, yeah, no, no it actually yeah. was great. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, no, great music. And <laughs> yes. the, they sold extra 10 covers, uh, yes, albums, because of the cover. Exactly, yeah. yes. So yeah, we had, yeah, I must admit that the whole point of our concerts were we would actually listen to the music and we would talk to the band and we would sort of gather their thoughts and whatever else, particularly the, in this particular case, Kevin Cronin's ideas. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the point was you have to know what you're decorating. You know, is it going to be heavy metal? Is it going to be rock and roll? Whatever it is. And we have to tell people what's in the groove somehow. And so the concept, as Ron said, is not just a headshot. You know, it's something that gives people something to study and look for. And there's all sorts of clues and jokes somewhere in the package which you can find. It gives you something to read into. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. That, that hopefully parallels the music in, in some way. Yeah, because we're dealing with 12-inch squares in those days, not little four inches, you know, yeah. uh, which now you like, you get, you know. And what is more, we have printing techniques in those days, you know, so you could put a gold foil embossing yeah, on it or yeah. do, you know, stuff. And Now it's just a 
plastic box. <laughs> Tiny plastic well, that, box. That, 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 that foil and those stampings and die cuts, you used to call that smoke and mirrors, didn't you? The smoke and mirrors, yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, we have, I think we've destroyed a few forests, actually, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> with our yeah, pop-ups and yeah, fold-outs. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but I think they've all grown back now. I hope so, anyway. And then we went on to Wheels Are Turning, which is where you sort of just went crazy. Well, I, you know, I, I, actually, I had a great deal of fun with this one. This was your concept, uh, meaning the... Um, oh, because I was into this big well, the, the, 30s the, sci-fi period. Yeah, I was 30s in, yes, sci-fi, right. and it's Wheels Are Turning, so we got a, an industrial thing with heavy you know, things moving around. and, and, and uh, So it was an illustration that I was able to put together for you. Do you still have the artwork? You know what? I... T- yeah, I do have the artwork on oh, this one. I had a gold, uh, a platinum record for this, and I, I oh, really? tried to sell it on eBay, and it disappeared. Oh. <laughs> See, this is one of the problems that Ron and I have, <laughs> is the fact our artwork disappears. You go to the printer, the printer sends it back to the record company, and some record executive puts it on their wall, and we've never seen it again. You know, we've lost Hotel California. We've, yeah. we've lost so many yeah, yeah. pieces of beautiful of art. Yeah, just gone. And they're on people's mantel shelves somewhere. Yeah. I think I might still have this one, oddly oh, enough. Oh, that's a beautiful a piece. I know I have the back cover photograph. This was a, an interesting thing with these guys. Again, they were they were very diplomatic with one another and very you know willing to do whatever Kevin said. But it's, um, but this is uh, five photographs that uh, it show them dozens and dozens of photographs and not. One time where they ever all, all together to pick yeah. one photograph. He liked his head on this shot. He liked his head on this shot. So these were all head strips in there, and and uh, to make the one photograph, which was Where's which the, was I was lucky enough to do because I was a photo retoucher. Again, some of that Lucasfilm special effects retouching led to yeah. simple head swappings. Oh, you were the best. That. We did a There's lot no of doubt that. About it. Yes, well, it, was, yes. it was a handy thing to have at 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 the concept level. If you're mm. you know doing something and. Instead of having to settle for a photograph, we didn't have to. We could settle. Uh, we could right. settle the dilemma by swapping heads. On what is the? Did, we, did you strip the background in, or were they actually in that location? No, that was I just the, don't remember that, that was shot. that location. Yeah, that was a travel town in, in uh, oh, Griffith Park. Oh, of course, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, and that's what, that one of those big freighters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's one of our favorite locations, isn't it? It was fun. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, it was a lot of fun. We uh, we spent the day there, and uh, and yeah, and other things. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah, that was all good. We had we had a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of energy in the energy, hall there, and, energy. And, uh, and and they were a lively group, and they yes, like to uh, they like to mess around like the rest of us, and so yeah. Um, but the point right. is, it works, you know. And the yeah. point was, it was you know, you have to remember that even though we did much fun as we used to have, it was a lot of hard work. We did enjoy the yeah, hard yeah. work, though, didn't we? This was Randy Saint Nicholas photograph, it and, was, and she okay. and she uh, had we're her not work going cut there. out for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she had her work cut out for her on that particular shot. Yes, yeah. that's oh, that's it right. was hoarding yeah. cats. That's the yes, yeah, yeah, but a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of head swaps, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, head swaps. Yeah, yeah. Like it. yeah. Well, it was a it was a normal practice for a lot of things that we did, and uh, it it accommodated the uh, the artists, made them uh, made it so they didn't have to settle for a shot they didn't like, especially when it was a group deal. One of the more interesting head swap shop uh, jobs that we did was the. Um, for the poster um, under the cherry moon. Oh my God! Yes, 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 for and, Prince. Uh, yeah. Oh, there was a story. Yes. Yeah, we it, it was a, it was a great effort. I, I thought it was a nice collaborative effort. Uh, Prince was you know he was being a little difficult. He fired the producer. He t- fired the director of the movie and took it all on himself. So you know, I, I'm not going to tell him what to do, but. 
we had a, a concept on that one of because it was filmed in the 30s and 40s. Or mm. Yeah, we went sort of to Deco. We went, we're going to go Art Deco. Deco. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. we had um, a good friend of ours, Andy Engel, do a beautiful illustration, oh, a illustration yeah. of Prince in his tuxedo torso shot. Um, and um, uh, in a line decker style, pencil t- tissue or pencil drawing, and it was beautiful. And we showed it to Prince, and he didn't like it. And we thought, why not? It's a beautiful drawing. And he said it didn't look like him. And mm, did or didn't, but that's we his did, call. Actually, yes, <laughs> right. It's yes. his call. Precisely. And so, uh, so what we did was I took a, um, a, a high contrast uh, photograph of a photo that he had approved that matched the drawing that we had done. Which is Andy worked from that, from yeah, that photograph. Yeah, I think that was his original yeah. uh, drawing to work from. And cut the face out and glued it on, and, and uh, so voila! <laughs> and there, you know, we saved we saved the concept of that line decker drawing, which you couldn't have gotten out of a straight photograph, mm. you know, because it had a lot of stylized, you know, the um, the, the 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 shirt, the, the bow tie, the hair, mm. the, all those things are unique to that illustration. And yet the core of that photo of that face was actually a photograph, so he approved that, and, and uh, we went on. But it was the, in color when we started it. Well, it was both black and white in color. We did start in color, and, and we um, we asked the film company, Warner Brothers, whether yes. or not it was in color or black and white, because we wanted to get the poster it done in advance of the debut so they could do their publicity and all that stuff. And, they said, well, we don't know. He won't tell us. <laughs> so we figured, well, why don't we do it in color? And then if he, decide, he decides to do the movie in black and white, we'll, um, we'll convert it to black and white. And they said, oh, no, we, he'll think we're trying to sway his opinion. And we said, okay. So we did both and charged him twice. So yes, good. <laughs> good. good. But yeah, it actually it, came it out came nicely, out, right? It came out in black and white on, on, on silver, silver. Foil. Yes, yeah, it was silver on silver foil. foil. It was yeah. beautiful, actually. Yeah. 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 And the movie did nothing. Well, that you know, to the crit- <laughs> <laughs> critics will tell you that's not one of its best movies, it's, and that's a shame because yes, he, I know because yeah. Purple Moon did so so well. Yeah, yeah. and, and that, that poster is actually gorgeous. Yeah, I, I like that that effort, and that was a, yeah. a shame. But you know, we've done we've done uh, brilliant things for Don. Yes, so we have, <laughs> did we have, dear boy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, you know, from there we. Um, we, again, chronologically speaking, a lot of these things meld together. We were generally working on two or three projects at one time. Yes, to, to more than really that. Point out which one yeah. came first, but okay. So Cherry Moon, I think it was uh, eighty six. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, you agree? Right. Yeah, Ron agrees. Okay, yeah. it's eighty six. Yeah. Now I want to talk about something else because while we're into sort of pasting, putting things together, and melding mm. graphics mm. with um, photography, I want to particularly mention. Linda Ronstadt's Get Closer album, which, you know, was a wonderful shot. Aaron Rappaport shot the shot. We had the, the red and white polka dots. Um, where, you want to tell us a little bit about where this dress came from? Oh, yeah, this, this, yeah, I can tell you the dress. The beautiful polka dot dress, in fact, uh, belonged to my late wife. Um, Marjorie and uh, Linda put Great it on. flowing. <laughs> well, who knows what that material was? I don't know I what it was. It was, it was from a thrift yeah. store, actually. Yeah. So there was absolutely nothing sort of exotic about it, except it really would work well with wind. It would blow yeah. up and flap yeah. and do Because yeah, the, the ultimate, the first idea was to do a sort of Marilyn Monroe with it. Yeah. You know? Then we hit on the idea of putting the polka dots. Um, but the story behind the dress is that Linda took it away with her. And we never saw it again until she was on stage. And I suddenly thought, wait a minute, that's Marjorie's dress. And she wore it for, yeah. with Aaron. Um, oh, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. 
um, the singer Neville. that she was there. Thank you, Erin Neville, and she was wearing. Oh, anyway, where's the dress? You know, <laughs> and we never ever saw it again. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it provided the vehicle for the concept that we had for this album. And, and I don't know whether anybody ever noticed it, uh, but it was the whole point. This album was done uh, with a red gravure. Uh, right. And it was a red foil, metallic. Uh, yes, we printed foil, it with foil, but, yeah. Yeah, and it, and the point of that was that it was something that was real unusual. It's a metallic. And at the time, to print that, at the same time you printed the, the face and the arms, which is a half tone. These are technical printing stuff. They don't marry with mm. one another. It's, it's oil and water. And so the whole idea on this thing was to make those two processes marry together and everybody will look at it and go, God, I've never seen that before, and won't that be great? The other part of the concept on this one was that we we flattened the dress to where you weren't going to see any of the, I mean, because it's flat, it's mm. gravure, there's no tone to it, but each and every one of those dots in there was distorted in a way that would describe the volume of that flow. When you'd see it, you know there's a fold here, you know where it's going around the corner. And so that was the whole point. It was, it, it was based on a, um, a, you know, a movement called op art. And op mm. art would describe things and that. And so that's what we were doing here. And then he got us a Grammy, man. Yeah, when you hear, you know, <laughs> I was very frustrated because the color separator wouldn't wouldn't dot etch this right. In oh, here. I remember it was a, it on was this a one, massive one. I actually this one later, but they they wouldn't dot etch, and I kept going, "Come on, you got to understand yeah. that this is the the whole thing. You blow it here, well." So we I think it was done at Shorewoods so or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the gravure, which was the special metallic inks, which you can't yeah. see now, yeah. um, and disappeared in sort of yeah. uh, CDs. But you, even the even the earrings she was wearing, which yeah. actually also were my wife's earrings. Oh, too. Were they? Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. You had to sort of turn into your gravure. You know, it's a, a, a funny note too. I don't know if you remember this one, John, on the back cover. You see, she's wearing white socks. Oh, she yes. wasn't wearing white socks in the photo session. No, I she forgot. Was, and when I I was cutting and pasting this thing together, and I had to cut across there, and it was before I put the uh, the skin tones into the bottom thing. I looked at the whoa, that looks kind of neat. So we, That's we decided it. white socks white would look socks nice. Was, yes. Yeah, and then Artistic she would wear license, white socks right? on stage there, <laughs> yeah. for the next few months. Yeah, Artistic right? license led to a lot of the fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, so uh, let's go on while we're talking about Linda, because uh, I thought we maybe we should talk about okay. well, this the, one particularly. What, what do you want to talk about? Well, next? I'm just going to, uh, if we can go here real yeah, quickly. Okay. You know, that no, 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 you can't go quickly to that one. Well, yeah, I know, and, and we'll come back <laughs> it's, to it's I, I think I think it might become chronologically makes sense. People oh, okay. were asking, I mean, anybody was looking for grand. John and I have been lucky enough to win a couple together. Yeah. John won prior to our association, so it isn't the necessary goal. But at the same time, it's it's a it's a nice bonus, isn't it? it just, and, yes. and, uh, but you wonder. And I wondered what kind of what does it bring with it? What you know? Is there a you know a rainbow? There's and, a lot of tarnishing you know. going on in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you wonder what kind of clientele will pop up, or what kind of projects and. Oh, okay. I know where you're going. I know where yeah. you're going with so, this story. Okay. So, <laughs> and, so the call came from Rod Stewart. And uh, a few days after winning the Grammy for uh, the, the get, get closer, closer. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so I thought that's cool. I, you know, I, I I don't know him, but yeah, obviously you had several covers with him prior <laughs> yes, to that, several run-ins. Yes, right. Yeah, and so we so we called and asked us to come over. He asked John to come over, and and uh, and I was tag along, but I remember John wanted me to come along. But you had the nine eleven. Well, the Porsche had, you know, we had the, uh, we had the right carriage for the trip. Yes, true. <laughs> That's true. 
And uh, made a big difference. Yeah, yes. but Rod wouldn't, wanted us to come over to the house, and 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 Kosh was invited me along, and thinking I was thinking I'm flattered. That sounds great, but he seemed somewhat worried about it. So I thought, okay, cool. I said, but what's the problem? And he said, well, last time we spoke, we got into a bit of a fight. <laughs> and so I thought, well, okay, that's this will be interesting. So we went there, and big mansion meets us out on the front porch, hugs, and everything's good, and everybody thinks okay. And then John introduced me, and Rod shook my hand and said, you queer? <laughs> and I thought, hmm, this is true. This that's is true. an interesting way to, inter- interesting <laughs> introduction. But I think it was, it was a very um, playful way of him wanting, just, wanting yeah. you to know right away where you stood you know well, yeah, where, what see, kind of sense of humor what, yeah, you where have. your threshold is yes yeah, right yeah and, exactly. and he continued that the whole time we were working with him so it was kind of cool yeah and, the, and getting specific about this cover it's uh, broad Stewart body wishes body wishes so body wishes which um, it, it was laughingly called singer on the stick uh, by the band <laughs> yeah, which has yeah. got Malone Masari and a few others sort of luminaries and, 1983 and, yeah, yeah okay yeah. 1983 yeah what this album was remember this is a uh, an homage to yes. Elvis Presley. Elvis, Elvis Presley did yeah. this album years ago in a gold lame suit. Called a hundred thousand dollar fans can't be wrong. On That's very right. close yeah, to that. Along that line. Yeah. But Rod had purchased this suit and a black one just like it, and couldn't make up his mind which one he wanted to, to use. Right. So we said, well, well, how about we use both of them and simply go black and white on one, black and red on one side, and, and red and, and black, black on the, on the other, other side, side. Yeah. and. Uh, and um, they made two. The idea was to make two fronts yeah. until someone decided to stick a barcode on one well, side. That's yes. it. But you know what? I remember Warner Brothers being delighted with it because they got their co- their logo on the cover. Yes, like that's Like they true. used to do in the, the old days. days. And yes, right. Then it disappeared. And twice, in fact. And now all of a sudden they got their logo out there and they seemed to be real happy with it. Rod seemed to be real happy with it. Yeah, so it's a parody on the Elvis's gold lame suit. That's yeah. basically what it is. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a yeah. We had a big session with that. I've actually got the inner sleeve, which you haven't got here, which is also yeah, very uh, black and red. And you with the lads, yes, yeah. the lads, yeah, yeah right. Was, was it Carmen <laughs> on the gun? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Carmen on drums, right? And yeah. stuff. It was a, yeah, it was a great band actually. You know, I, I this is one of the ones I still have the artwork on. And oh, I, you and do this again before computers. I had to cut out around each one of those hairs right. with an exacto knife oh, and strip those shots in there one at a time. So it was it was kind of a, a difficult uh, piece, but you know uh, how I managed to hang on to that. They got some hits on there, I think. He did actually quite well this album. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. It was a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, that that but you know, getting back to what. A Grammy produces well. Rod called, and that was it. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was uh, yeah, it was after we had almost come to fisticuffs. But uh, <laughs> a, a diminutive Tom Dowd, the producer, you know, Aretha Franklin, and what a producer and stuff would have. Yeah. He was the one that got between us because had Rod actually landed one on me, I wouldn't have got up. Have, you know, my jaw would have. Uh, it got to, it was really bad. The language was disgusting. It was just two English cockneys going at each other with the most filthy language you can think of. No, really, yeah. you seem like such gentlemen. I know, well, that's my persona, dear. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, it was good. It was good, uh, fun deal, and I mean, really enjoyed meeting him. Thanks to you, and it was a, uh, um, you know, he, uh, he, he. Who uh, was his wife at the time? Do you remember? Because well. you had his blonde. Yeah. Uh, Lana. No. Lana Hamilton. Maybe. Or, I don't yeah. know. Anyway. 
lovely lady as well. Lovely lady, yeah. yeah. And a great house and all no, that yeah, stuff. It was full of au nouveau. It was, you know. And it was, for me, it was what a kick as a you know, fan of sorts. He, uh, I remember I gave him a ride. <laughs> oh, I forgot. He had yes, more, ca- more cars I dream about in his driveway yeah. than anybody I know, and he needed a ride to the recording studio. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll give you a ride. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, we gave him a ride down. So when I you fully were there, was... You were there. You were there. I wasn't riding. Stuffed in the back. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> But we gave him a ride down to the recording studio. Okay. So yeah. Needed to, yeah, that was fun. That was a good project. And that, uh, again, I don't know where that led, but maybe no, like, it led you know somewhere. I think it might have been chronologically, and maybe we have people who remember dates better than we do, but there's a... Chicago 16, yeah. Yeah, Chicago 16. That was a... Uh, now that's, I think that's 1982. So, yeah. this, somebody so that's, whispered in my ear. That's about the same time. Yes. So how did we come across... The uh, why, why the us, concept? John? Yeah, I don't no, know. No, not the concept. Oh, because I don't. John Berg used to do all the um, yeah Chicago yeah, out. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he was actually really pissed off with me at one point because I won for Simple Dreams, ah. and he didn't for his beautiful Chicago album when they're on the sort of Derek oh, painting, right, you yeah. know, which was a nice piece, nice painting. Uh, yeah, John didn't paint it. No, of course not. Okay. He was the yeah. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. Um, I think probably Andy Engel was involved at the time, wasn't Could he? Have been. he yeah, was there. Yeah. he was a very young kid there at the yeah. time. But yeah. if that's the case, now you know why it was. Well, so Andy good. was there for Bruce Springsteen. Uh, yes, that's album oh, oh, the, oh yeah. Well oh my well. God, didn't Andy, they? Uh, Andy, and it's still being sort of parodied. Yeah, Andy yeah. should have been there. anyway. So we got I, Chicago sixteen. Came in. Was it Warner Brothers? Uh, no, it was Columbia. CBS. Yeah. CBS Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Before they became Sony. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, I don't. You know, I really don't know how he got it. Probably because Tony Lane got it. Well, and then gave Tony it. Lane was the. Uh, I'm sure he was the creative director at the time. I but think. it was Full Moon. And oh, which was, is Dan Fogelberg's was, yeah, label. Was your association with those guys that? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Fogelberg was on CBS right. Columbia. That right. is before, right. and I right. think that's your, that's the connection. Your association with them brought them because he probably us. knew Robert Lamb. Who um, that's how that probably yeah. worked. Out. And I'm not sure where we came up with the concept of the of the computer chip with the logo in it, but it was one of those things we threw around. It, it may have been from someone else we tried to sell it to earlier, and they didn't. <laughs> oh, buy that drawer! So yeah. Oh, like hypnosis used to have <laughs> like right. drawer full of ideas. Right. Yeah, like, it's like, well, it's there's a cow Chicago looking at you. Can we sell this to Pink Floyd? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shh, we're not supposed to tell anybody about that either. Oh, we're not. Okay, yeah, so. Okay. It won't be edited, uh, yeah, ever. <laughs> albums that never never saw the light of day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a draw for the those. But boy. this one, this one, I thought was particularly fun because of the um, the, you know, the involvement. The idea was in way down inside there was a computer chip and. And had a Which Chicago. was a, a very, uh, it was kind of like an innovative thing to have a yeah. tiny p- p- Again, potato in, chip, in, which was the original concept. We, yeah. we could have a bowl of, of electronic that's chips. That's right, yes. yeah. Chips and dips. Chips yeah. and dips, yeah. that's yeah. it, yes. <laughs> In those days, again, it's before computers, so we're talking about chips being in the future, not being yes. the way, behind us the way they are now. And so it was a, a concept that kind of felt futuristic at the time. Now, it seems pretty I do cake. like the idea. The chips and dips <laughs> idea was really clever. Well, we got close to that. I remember we comped it up. We, and we yes, a, we did. We got the sort of, yeah. yeah, the salad dip, the bowls, the whole works, yeah. I think. Yes. But in this one, I, I remember we... we 
we're at at the chip level at you know the and magnified it and then on the back cover we have a highly magnified version mm. of the uh, chip and then at one at one time was a gatefold where this was oh, going to yes, open was, up and yeah. it was a whole room that was a, the size of a chip or the yes. chip was the size of the yeah. room with the band but that got shit can by yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody yeah. somebody says oh, I don't think that I'm just going to be able to afford that kind of <laughs> set building sometimes they do sometimes they don't yeah. you know because this inner sleeve that I wanted that to be that gold to be foil yeah. Yeah. That, and it was originally. I mean, I silk screened this one myself. Yes, exactly. And that was gold and this was silver. And, yeah. 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 But, you know, at Chicago, they they don't sell that many arms, do they? No, nah, it's, it's like Boston. It's not a big college town. <laughs> yeah, really? That's another Spinal Tap reference. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'd like to come back to the Linda Ronstadt story because you and I had uh, such a great sort of time putting some wonderful pieces together for her. And I thought maybe a good place to start would be What's New, the Nelson Riddle sort of first, uh, first association yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with um, with her sort of torch singing and sort of American standards and whatever else. You know, I believe that story mostly came in uh, came to, to its early stages before me, but I remember you telling me a lot of stories about her efforts to get that going. And, and, yeah, because uh, the, 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 the the label were not particularly keen on it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. she's not ro- she's no, rock No, because it's not rock and roll. Yeah. And it, there was very little budget, as we'll get into. Um, but at the time, the, f- the album's being produced by Jerry Wexler. Yeah. And um, this is 1984, 1984. Um, and uh, Linda and Jerry Wexler did not get on well. There was something oh, really? wrong. No, no, no. It was like, I think Peter Asher was going to be producing. I don't know whether I think it ended up with Massenburg. But anyway, um, the problem was that Jerry wanted to keep it in a sort of, you know, having worked with Aretha Franklin and all the great singers. And uh, he really wanted to sort of make it a jazzy album. And she really wanted to make it an American Standards album. Yeah. Big oh, band oh, album. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. So she got rid of Jerry. And I met Jerry. And that was like, oh, my God, I've met a god. Um, <laughs> out in village recorders somewhere out in uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm. Um, and uh, next thing I knew that he'd gone and I got to meet Nelson Riddle. And it's like, oh, my God, another yeah, one. Legend out like, the door oh, and another, another one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where it sort of started for me before you and I got a, decided to work on uh, this particular Concept. I think the photography was Brian Harris. He was a he was a limey, wasn't he? Uh, this one? Yeah, I think so. John, I don't remember. I know we shot this at Don Miller and so Bob Blakeman's it, studio. Oh, then he wouldn't have been. It would have been oh, one he, of the two of them, I thought. Yeah, maybe it was right. definitely their studio, but whether or not... Yeah, it could have. I mean, but going from there... Well, the, yeah, yeah the, my memories of it, it was, it's a fun album, but the first, what, what we're trying to do is bring a uh, what's new... Uh, a torch song uh, era kind of feel to this cover, and uh, we wanted to bring the what's new in, in as a kind of a just a little subtle note in there. I remember the first uh, concept we had for this uh, particular cover was the uh, lion. Uh, <laughs> we, oh, gosh, some sharp intake of breath there. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we got a, a lion skin rug and we laid it out on the on the uh, floor there and got the camera and the lights all set up. Was it a lion or was it a tiger? Was lion it? or a tiger? I think it was a tiger. It was a tiger. Yeah, okay. it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, we yeah. got it laid out on the floor, lit, and got it all sorted out, and then sig- signaled Linda in the dressing room to come on out. And she came out and she goes, "No fucking way." <laughs> and that's a <laughs> direct quote. Turned, actually, turned yes, right, exactly. Yes. She turned around and said, "I'm out of here," and she walked out. And so we said. Okay, 
Plan B. <laughs> yes. So we brought we the prom went, dress. Plan yeah, B. The prom dress, <laughs> the chiffon, the uh, the satin uh, background there, and uh, got her laying on the floor with the with the, the gloves on. We actually at one point had um, had a, a, a digital watch. Oh, that's right. Because on her on, when those little red digital yeah, things, but it didn't yeah. show up. It was very too well. subtle, yeah, and right, so yeah. we went with the Sony Walkman, which, which is he, thus the was innovative concept. at the time. Yeah. That was it. I mean, yeah. this was what's new. You yeah, know, so that's, that's was the joke. Yeah, it's a if Nelson, people ever see it, you're never going to yeah. see it on a CD. But the idea of listening to Nelson Riddle on on a Sony a Walkman. Walkman. Was, yeah, yeah, right, that's our joke. Which I thought worked real well. And the funny thing is, this album was by uh, as Electra, right? Yes. Yeah, by their, Asylum, Asylum, I think. Yeah. yeah. By their standards, they weren't going to sell maybe 25,000, maybe yes, it's slightly it's more. Yes, Asylum, yeah. Because that wasn't her audience. Well, the fact was that she not only sold one of these albums to all of her fans, she sold it to all their parents. Mm, <laughs> which, <laughs> which boomed it up there and they made a lot of money and made them real happy and uh, then moved on to the, ah, how, do the <laughs> how do we spend all that money she just made? Yes, we decided to make a package uh, called uh, uh, well, We moved on to Lush, Lush Life. Life. <laughs> yes, which we decided to make a hat box because uh, uh, at this point, Linda was very much into looking very 30s with her 30s makeup and those funny little lips that she was, you know, putting on. Yeah. And so we decided to have a hat box that you can actually pull her out, lift the lid, and there she was uh, revealed inside um, this very 30s sort of... Uh, everything was very 30s about the whole thing. The, the trick to this one was, and the reason that we needed a large budget for it, was there were two things. One, we needed a die cut right. on the cover that was very tough to do to match up to the um, piece on the inside. Right. You know, it had to add... Some, yeah, so that took that, a lot of work. That took it? a machine in yeah. and, uh, Sherwood in, in uh, Atlanta mm. that had to... that could do that. 84, yeah. Um, so anyway, but the other thing was that a normal 12-inch um, uh, album had a a bag, used to call it, a single-weight yes, yeah. paper yeah. liner. Yeah. This one couldn't do that. We had to use a cover stock right. for it, and so that doubled the budget as far as the, the paper went and the printing on it. So that was critical, and luckily the previous album had the um, success. To yes, right, it gave us the budget. That. It's, it's yeah. what generally used to happen, isn't it? If you've got a really good yeah, album. Yeah. Spin it on the next one. Spin it on the next one, <laughs> yeah. 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 So we did that, and then I thought the the, uh, the fun part on this one for me also... Oh, here we go. This is a great story. This was a good illustration. I like the illustration part of the thing, but I really like the... Uh, That's one of the problems. I just saw you struggling to put it together again. <laughs> yeah. It never went together no. again, probably. No, it was, a t- <laughs> it was a tough slide, you know, to get Once that you got thing. it out, it was out. Yes, you know, my favorite one was watching Johnny Carson when she was on Johnny oh. Carson's show with this album, and he just ripped it out of the side and go, oh, yeah, that works well. Yeah, and then we were all going, oh, <laughs> So it was, a, it was a difficult one, but it... it it was worthy of a Grammy, didn't you think? Yeah, I John? think so. I mean, come on. My God, look at the world. And the back cover. Oh, another back cover. And the air dials. Yeah. This is another story. Well, you tell it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to have, I mean, apart from the fact that we'd already planned um, the background and whatever else, uh, we got Linda in the studio with those two air dials. Air dials. Um, and they just—they were of, quite professional. By they the way. were professional, they, yeah. yeah. But she managed to get tangled up in yeah. them. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we got tons of photographs of hers who was struggling wrapped to get away from wrapped with these dog <laughs> leashes wrapped around her, yeah. which are very funny. And I know she wants to keep them because she, you know, yeah. she keeps bugging me for like, can you got any shots of those? So we, anyway, that's the point. It was, it was, a, it was a, yeah, you know, it was a great. We had a wrangler there, shoot. right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. it's very funny. It's very the, funny. The uh, the rest of this cover was an illustration that I did again. The, the 
um, uh, our good friend Andy Engel um, uh, drew it for me, and I, I airbrushed the illustration. And it was a tough. Again, these are prior to photoshopping. So the illustration was a difficult one because this is one photograph of her and the dogs, and then each of the every bit of that had to be masked out and and, uh, and then illustrated around. And uh, again, in Photoshop, it'd take about half an hour <laughs> with an airbrush. It's it just took a days night. and days and yeah, days. Right. And I was real happy with that one. I liked the way that one came out. And and uh, you know, so it's like you know, you pick your cover. But we were real happy with that one. And apparently. Yeah, I got a lot of mileage out of those those dogs too because we used it for yeah, you know because right. I had a hundred pictures of these yeah, yeah. yeah and I think the label it wasn't the label that's very special I'm, on this I'm one it, this you one. don't have an album in there do you I probably do you know oh. me I keep everything <laughs> yeah that's true yeah there oh, we yeah. go yeah there's the there there's the silhouette of the yeah and that's one of the outtakes the silhouette of the yeah. of, that we couldn't use for anything because I didn't you know. Dogs were unruly at this point. They weren't that well behaved towards the end. No, they, yeah. Yeah, they started off well behaved. them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, it was a fun album. And it was, I used to think, used to, I still do think, that creativity does need a giant budget. But it, it kind of, you kind of, to execute it, you need a budget. <laughs> well, yeah, but the point yeah. is, you see, that the, the, <clears throat> our job was to actually work normally within the budget yeah. and yeah. to get as much out of it right. as we possibly can, right. you know, even to the point where we're sort of like not billing for the fact we've been doing yeah. it for three days yeah, solidly, yeah. day and night. Uh, but the point was you have to sort of deliver something which is beautiful. Yeah. And if they give you X number of dollars to do it, you do it. Right. There have been times when I've gone back, you know, cap in hand, particularly yeah. with Rod Stewart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, in this one, we, I remember because we wanted to do this silly hat sliding out of the box with and this die cut had to be in exactly the right spot. We had to have the card stock for the inner yes, sleeve. Yes, right, yeah. Um, the only way we really thought would be the right way to do it was on that Sherwood printing press. Yes, it's right. It's a block long. It's a web press, and it, mm. it, it takes days to set it up. But once it's set it up, it spits one of these things out the end, precisely cut, printed. Yes, it did that folded and But flaps, the initial yeah. run was uh, a, a minimum of a million. Yes. So right. you got to have an album that's going to guarantee to print, you know, mm. sell a million on the first run. So... You couldn't do that, and then the other problem the is is reprints too. Because yeah. you know, if you sell you sell a million, then they want another ten thousand or fifty thousand. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Now, how are we going to do it? Yeah, that know? machine wasn't going to set up for you know, no. 10,000. and that was in Atlanta, Georgia, right? yeah. actually, yeah, Macon, somewhere around there. So yeah. we worked the system, John. Yes, we it? do. Yes, <laughs> you turn up to see the press man. You always have a you know a, yeah. a, a fifth of Jack Daniels yeah. and a six pack of beer, a basket of muffins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and one of the things I want to make sure we mention is the uh, uh, the collaborative effort. You know, although we, you know, we have our success with a lot of different things. One of the things that really makes the collaborative um, group is the uh, uh, the the photographers oh, yes. that we deal with. And we, we mentioned photographers we don't hire who are, you know, um, uh, we're told to work with. <laughs> as opposed to the ones we hire and who we can work with. and But it's all a big collaborative effort. And, and uh, Lush Life in particular, as well as uh, some of the other covers that we'll mention here in a minute, were uh, photographed by Bob Blakeman. Right. And Bob Blakeman's an excellent photographer and a wonderful man And to work a dear with. friend. Yes. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. I, I saw him quite recently, and he's a... He's doing well and having a good time still. So, But, you know, it, it, you have to have somebody that... 
wants to work in the concept, you know, and for them to, to walk in and understand well, it's, that it's, we're overpowering him. No, so no, it's, it's, it's a process yeah. of giving, you know, of sort of sitting down and plotting things out because all sorts of th- stray things come into play. Like, oh, you want to do this, but I don't think I've got enough room for the lighting. Yes. Change the lighting. Yeah. How do we do this? What's that going to do? And the, the whole creative process is actually sort of actually mapping it out, looking at it. You know, you normally actually sit down and draw where the lights are going to be, you know. Um, this was an excellent example here. Is it, there it, it is. Yeah. Having Linda sit in the hat box, and the hat box is, has to be simulated, so we built kind of a around fence knowing that it's going to be airbrushed in later but you know and bob has to be okay with that he's got to give up certain things that aren't aren't going to be there and we have to give up certain things too because obviously light's going to not fall in the right places and you know so we have to compensate for that and also linda has to look fabulous (laughs) (laughs) which is the ultimate goal you know because if linda looks at it and likes it you know we're home and dry you know she doesn't we're gonna think oh uh, you know but she, we've always managed to do that. We've always managed to keep her really happy. So, and she's always managed to keep us really happy too. Well, no kidding. Speaking of keeping Linda happy. Yes. Ah, we can move on. Move on to Trio. Yes, Trio, which is Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstadt in a country album and a date of which I think is... 1987. 80, 87, yeah. yeah. Um, which was definitely a collaborative effort because the art, the photography and the design and the costuming, um, everything was meticulously put together. We spoke about it yesterday. One of the best photo sessions ever. Having these three women in the same room challenging each other a cappella yes all day long yes it's a they mad, were, magic day it, it, sort of back in the, in a changing room they'd be still yeah. singing yeah. and stuff so listening to you know they've three wonderful voices you know yeah. Amy Lou Dolly and Linda you know and they're all sort of like you know uh, and what drives you crazy and, listening to it so beautiful and you remember the studio Yes, the firehouse. An old firehouse in downtown Down LA. LA. Yes, yeah. Bob's... Br- still yeah. had the brass pole in there. Yes, he still had the brass pole and had the sort of funny sort of uh, yeah. Victorian ceiling because it was a very... I mean, it's dated to the turn of the century, yeah. that place, yeah. you know. It's a great spot, and that was a great day, great fun. Um, remember the uh, the back cover? Uh, they seem to be real happy about this uh, this cover, and when I what I enjoyed about the cover was... Uh, <laughs> The, it was, the premise of this was these outfits. And we mm. had on the back cover, we had um, vintage wedding dresses. Yes, this is very Victorian. That they were all delighted to wear. Yeah. And yeah. on the front cover, we actually had these outfits. Well, Linda has made. a cowgirl outfit. Yeah, yeah, well, they were made by yes, a brilliant guy. He made, yeah. made the dresses. This was a black and white photograph. Always, I'm. Um, it was actually a color photo. It was a color photo. Converted to black, they black and white. And they and recolored it. Yes. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And the and the back cover with the vintage dresses was yeah. also a montage of several heads. And that was and deliberately made sepia looking. So it that's was, right. Yeah, and, and we blew that up to a huge poster too. Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah. The poster it worked out really, really great. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that worked out. And in keeping with that, the thing we had a third selection in the uh, in the sleeve, which was the paper dolls, and it was the I thought this was brilliant. It was this one's another Andy Engel, yeah, um, drawings and. Uh, just you know the whole idea of, well because uh, of the costumes they're all interchanging costumes yeah. and whatever else we suddenly thought that maybe it was a great idea to have what always fascinated me yeah. was those paper doll things you know that yeah. those kids yeah. have with their little tabs so you'd yeah. actually get the doll and put the costumes on you could be Batman Superman whatever but little girls and so Andy Angle did the drawings for us yeah, and it was did a great job fabulous on that one. and we kept the whole thing in pinks and blues see there's a very definite colour scheme going on in yeah. here yeah. see pinks blues pinks blues 
and all the way down to the label as well. We kept that 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 theme yeah. running through the whole thing. So it's it becomes a house style. So wherever you land up with various components of the album, you recognise which it comes from because of the colours, because of the typography. So you just know, oh, that must be it there. You know, put it in, plop, put it on the right, um, you know, drop the needle on. Um, <laughs> and then hopefully they'll put it all back together again. Yeah, but you know, yeah. if they don't, at least you know where it came from. Yeah. So one of the nice things about the, this tree album, is it didn't exist alone. It, it was a made, major competitor. It's great, great album, great music. It was also one of the five nominees for uh, Grammys of the Year. The other nominees were uh, Prince, um, Sign of the Times. It was uh, Michael Jackson's Bad, I believe. Whitney Houston's Whitney and YouTube's Joshua Tree, I believe. Well, that's a motherfucker right there. Exactly. <laughs> that's some big heavy hitters. They didn't win the Grammy uh, for Best Album, but they did win the Grammy that year for uh, Country Album of the Year, which oh. is great. It's a good album. Oh, it's really, a fabulous really album. Yeah, album. it's just it's, it's yeah. soars. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, country music is not actually my thing, no, but boy, but these voices, boy. These voices oh, are hard to compete angels. with. They're yeah. yeah. up, yeah. up high, you know. Yeah, yeah. and then one of my favorites as far as the cover goes because it, it was – yeah, a great collaborative effort, great, mm. uh, great uh, um, concept. I thought, mm. and it, and it so fit that uh, the music, you know, which is kind of what you're trying to do. It, it paralleled the music nicely. <laughs> so, yes, beautifully. So, well, that's yeah. why we. That's our job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just to make yeah. sure that we, exactly. what we're doing is what we're going to buy. Yeah, um, and uh, so we, you know, one of the things we, we touched on earlier. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure is one of the, the things that you and I had going t- for us as partnerships. You had a, a rapport with the recording artists, at least at, at the beginning of our partnership, yeah, where right. I had more of a rapport with um, with the uh, record company, yeah, right. in-house art departments. And and one of the things that uh, we were able to do, you obviously brought me into that world of dealing with the recording artists, which is great because you're dealing with the people who are on the cover and it's their music. And I was able to bring you into the uh, record company, right, art yeah, departments, where yeah. your expertise was Well, yeah, because when I first came over here, it was like there was a click, and I wasn't yeah, in it. Yeah. You yeah. know, that was a problem. Well, but I did th- have the artists, you know, through yeah. Peter Rasher. I got James Taylor, and I got Linda. Somewhat of a threat to the art department. Yes, yes. yes. In fact, I, yeah, it was pretty evident, actually, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So I think that worked out nicely for both of us. Yeah, we, yeah, we managed to dovetail that. Bring that yeah, together. Yeah. And, one of my favorites was this one. This project was brought to us from uh, a good friend of mine, was Bill Burks at Capitol Records. Okay. I know Bill. And he came and, and said, uh, we want to just look silly. Capitol Records wants to um, you know, announce that they're scoring the universe for alternative sorts of music, which is their way of saying alternative music mm. is what they were getting into. So we uh, we put this one together for them. And, uh, I kind of like that. They, it's called. It's, they it came it. from Hollywood, and it's yeah. definitely a pastiche on the sort of. You know, it came from outer space. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a sci-fi. Says, Can you make us look silly? It's yes. like yeah, yes. bring it, bring it on. <laughs> and, and the idea that we brought the president of Capitol Records into the project and Joe Smith down there holding in his the ears like, yes. oh my god, god, this is alternative can't, music. Can't I can't stand it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so it was a good fun, and and uh, we had a good time with that one. Yeah, that was a really cool. And it was, you know, in some respects, it became a big poster, didn't it? It was just like it was a big poster, and yeah. they, there was, you know, I did another one, a couple for them. There was the uh, the um, two other ones. The one way I took a photograph of Capitol Records building and turned it upside oh, down, God, so it was, and it was just the needle is now, yes, needle. yes, yeah. yes right. and then photoshopped the, you know, the background. And the other one was that I took the 
the Capitol Record building at night, took the bottom off and put a glass bottom, and then That's it just it. said absolutely across the bottom. <laughs> that lasted about a day. Yeah, I bet. I was going to say, I wonder how long that went. Yeah, that one didn't go over real well. One of the albums I, I wanted to mention uh, was the uh, John Anderson Three Ships Christmas album. Oh, that, John Anderson uh, of Yes. Of Yes. Yes, yeah, yes exactly. Yes. And, I, and I remember that he called uh, the studio and... Um, and you lit up. Did and, I? Oh. Yes, you did. I mean, and, I was, was lit up, or no, I did yeah, lit up. Well, probably some all of that. You know? <laughs> but he, uh, um, he, as you explained to me, we're, you and he were old friends and had uh, he had worked in projects uh, prior, and um, uh, he wanted to um, wanted us to come over and talk to him about uh, doing a Christmas album. Mm. And I thought, wow, that's cool. You know, yes is a is a favorite, and, mm. and love to meet John, and so it'd be good. And so we went over there. And I remember the two of you just hugging and, saying, and oh, really? saying, slapping each other, oh. having a great time. And, 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 and I, w- I was about to be lit or I wasn't lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you were wandering down memory lane with all that oh, English accent. Oh, God, once you I got, start that, it's a mess. It's on. a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and that was great fun to listen to. And I was just you know thrilled to stand back and listen, and uh, and I because it, it was you know the two of you talking about old times and all that, and and then when we left, I remember you saying to me, "I haven't got a clue what he wants." No, <laughs> and, and I, Actually, said, I think I, my language is a little stronger than yeah, that. Was yeah. What the fuck was but, he but talking it, about? But it was so cool because you guys were having a great time, and I was standing there just enjoying. Well, we the got, but, but I didn't walk out with a brief. Well, I did, and I did. <laughs> oh, you I, did. I tucked yes. it in, and that's where... At least where, someone was paying exactly, attention. Exactly, yes. and that's where we came to this one, and John John was happy with it, and so we were all So good. what's on the... What, 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 what cover? Give us some of the track listing on that, because it's funny. Oh, uh, here. No, you uh, don't No, I've got my glasses I'm sorry, on. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, three Ships, I guess. Oh, Jingle Bells and yeah, stuff like this. It was totally Christmas classic stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, Holy Night. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to sing now, right? There's some Christmas classics in here, yeah. Ding Are we going to release this podcast on Christmas because we could actually do some singing now? Yeah. No, we can't. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you know, I played in a band, and uh, they wanted me to sing until they heard me sing, and yeah. they said, well, no, I, thanks. I, 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 no, I didn't. <laughs> Forget that. No. Okay, so John Anderson's uh, Three Ships Christmas album. There's a sort of symbology here, which I not quite understand. These sort of three sort of like glowing sperm, uh, which I guess are rocket ships going through the sky mm-hmm. um, three ships ah yeah, got it yeah. thank you that explains it but okay does it no <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue John oh, I just okay. know that for okay. some reason John it's pretty was, can't argue yeah, with that yes three it, ships it, bringing in their Christmas bringing yes their, but they kind of like yeah so I guess it's very close encounter ish they're reinventing Christmas <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> with us with ding dong oh so we, they're the three wise men in sort of spaceships flying through the space yes I got it that's it yeah okay alright next Next, yeah. Well, so the last album I think we should talk about today is The Motels, and that um, Little Robbers was the album that we worked on together, uh, which starred a sort of rather splendid picture of uh, Martha Davis, and it's all in purples and yellows, and uh, and it's in 1983, I think, I seem to remember. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a little exercise on sort of motel um, sort of graphics, bad 50s motel graphics, Um well, come on, Ron. What do you think? I thought it was delightful motel graphics, John. I'm not sure. I picked it right up here off the Sunset Boulevard. Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. Wasn't I yeah. living there or something? That's right. <laughs> Actually, you know, we liked it a lot. I think it, 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 you know, liked the colors. They were nice and striking for the time, especially. And, and the idea that uh, we combined the black and white with the color, you know, we could have gone color. Yeah, because that was a special there. purple, I think. I think we had to make it on press. That was the color you cannot get with full color right. process. We, we made them send the ink from Germany, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> 
<laughs> special ink. Special ink from Germany. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But the nice thing about it was that it was one of those ones where where Martha was a lot of fun to work with. And, oh, she was great. And, yeah. um, and the whole idea was this was going to convert to their um, their tour show where we right. we built a set for them, had a set built, and and uh, that was kind of fun. And um, the funny thing with working with Martha, I, I had um, had some conversations with um, Capital EMI who were um, producing the album and um, they asked me to ask her how the album was coming and I, and I so I did when we were in the recording studio I asked her and she said oh it's coming great I only have four more songs to write <laughs> which I thought mm, and we'd already I, finished the cover yeah, right? so now we had to pumt and I think the uh, <laughs> record company is waiting for it to come out tomorrow so uh, this was at record one wasn't it Valgaray yeah, Studio yeah Studio. that was it yeah. and it was yeah it was a lot of fun working with her she uh, she was pretty dynamic and uh, uh, yeah it was, it was kind of a lot of fun we had with it I mean, it's, it's, also what we should t- tell people about is the fact that the front cover became the set at the amphitheatre that ramp right right uh, that was very much part and parcel of the stage show I don't know how right. it affected the and didn't we have two headlights at the very back that's of the, right yeah. yeah and they they moved around independently which didn't make, didn't make any sense to me no no, <laughs> didn't, no. and what is more blind to the audience that's that's right. I should remember that yeah. Yeah, so it didn't yeah, work very well retinas. Yeah, that's it <laughs> but there again and it's one of your beautiful kind of cutout jobs oh, that yeah. worked with you know because there again we got a special ink and you had to cut all around her head and, yeah, and yeah. luckily she's wearing a hat which made you know because yeah, that's oh, one yeah. of your jokes if you're wearing a football helmet it's yeah, easy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would often on set if someone said that if I knew I needed to cut the head off and put it somewhere else could you please wear a bathing cap that's that a bathing really cap nice, I thought yeah. it was a football helmet yeah, all right, helmet never, would be good yeah, yeah. sure oh it was Glenn Fry who wanted to have a make, wear a that's right <laughs> In case you're wondering what that joke's all about, yes, so don't it's worry about it. knife and, and, and cutting around each and every hair. Hair is, is impossible. In nowadays, with computers, it's, it's relatively simple. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. in those days, it's literally a, a yeah. knife blade. You know? Well, and you cut, you cut to a certain shape, then you come back in with a, a brush with only one hair yeah, on right, it. You paint, right. paint the hairs back in one. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. And if you screw it up, you're screwed because now you've got to start all over That's again. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the. F- Fun things to deal with is when working. We were working with people like Martha, who's you know she has, uh, she's a great person to work with, and and in this case she wanted to bring in her own makeup artist, oh, I which was sometimes that, yes, a good yeah. idea. Most sometimes, sometimes yes, idea. mostly it is. Well, they trust know, them. That's why. Yes. They do, but we don't have a direct one-on-one rapport with that no. makeup artist to say here's what we're looking for, mm. and uh, so <laughs> yes, because the door's closed. Yeah, yes, I mean, yeah, I have no idea yeah, what's going on and behind there. So yeah. Martha, in this in this particular shot, we wanted this stark look. We put her in this leather jacket so she'd look stark, and that was the whole idea. And she went into the photo or into the makeup uh, room with her, her friend, and came out with a a snake painted all across the top of her face and around her eye, and it was well done. Beautiful. But, I remember uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but it was it was one of those ones where we're we're not really looking to make a statement for your makeup artist here today, and so we took some shots of it. Yeah. And it do you still it, have those? Do you think? No, Someone I wish has them. Did. Somebody has yeah. them. Yeah. But um, but we you know we wanted to make sure that everybody was happy obviously but uh, after we took some shots we got got rid of the snake and came back to this uh, very 
fine Blakeman shot. This is, oh, is it Blakey again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah, uh, so it is. Yeah. Got that nice stark look that we were looking for. Yeah, because now, come to think of it, you could have left the snakes in and photoshopped them out in no time. But, well, yeah. again, with a fo- with Photoshop, sure, but yeah. we didn't have Photoshop no, those days. no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so. all... Uh, anyway, so that's really the motel story, which was fun. Val Gray produced. He'd just come off the hit. Oh, what, what was the big hit for Little Rob before? I can't remember. So, so what was the big hit that was on that album? I believe that was Suddenly last summer ah okay yeah, big hit very big it's yeah. still getting airplay yeah yeah, yeah it's good. amazing yeah, yeah, it's anyway. a good song so I said this was the last thing we were going to do but now I found that was now turns into <laughs> the, the penultimate yeah. and this will be the ultimate ultimate yeah of course. which All is right. uh, Kim Khan's Voyeur which is an album cover that um, I think is probably this is where you and I mesh so completely. should have been our third, my third Grammy, John. I yeah, know exactly. Should have, yeah, right. Jesus. We should have, we should have. Where yeah. are we paying? <laughs> uh, I know, boy. What a shame. Because yeah. it is actually an amazing piece of work. It was very personal for me. Yeah. Because I had this sort of thing about German silent movies, you know, the um, way, way back, and Fritz Lang and Metropolis and whatever else. So we wanted to build a set right. uh, that she could appear in. Why is, I mean, what it's got to do with the word voyeur, um, but it follows in the path of uh, Betty Davis' eyes. 81. Uh, 81, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're in now in 82. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were playing with uh, Aaron Rappaport, who... Yeah. Great uh, photographer. Great photographer, yeah, but, you yeah. know, as you pointed out, we had to nail him literally to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you know, he, like any photographer, likes to choose where his, where his camera is. And he yes, raise right. it up and down, move it around. But in this case, we had a set that had one point perspective. Oh, he had false perspective, yeah. yeah. And exactly, uh, if yeah. he moved it one inch, we saw the edges of cardboard. Yeah, because it was all made of cardboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and there had, was lights hidden all over the place. Yeah. And the, the smoke that's coming out of the smokestacks is real, though you didn't enhance them. Oh, sure. Sure but it was right. actually full frozen card ice, or whatever you call it, sort of um, fans going on, and yeah. it was freezing in there, and she was dressed in this sort of skimpy thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, the funny thing is, this is, a, is an accomplishment for us, personally, because we built the set and, and worked out really well. It's a Photoshop in a half a day. Yes, <laughs> I know. That drives me crazy. I would have just I mean, stolen but, the picture from yeah, 1923 exactly, and then exactly. popped her in it. Yes, yeah, but no, but, we had to go and do it the real way. Yeah, but it, it's just <laughs> nice to be able to tell somebody that went, went into yeah. it because it, it was a pleasurable uh, uh, experience. For, and there's for an awful family. lot of people. took a lot of pictures of that. I mean, Kim was standing there for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> she you know? was. Yeah, and yeah. she got kind of a bit sort of like tired. Yeah, but, uh, how much better could it look? Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> right. We're looking yeah. at Polaroids yeah. thinking, yes, it's good, but come here make it better yeah yeah it was a good album and it, it uh, was a great uh, well the whole package came together very well I mean inside it was holograms and yeah. well actually not really holograms but <laughs> sort of xeroxes of holograms yeah. yes. I think if you stared at the label long enough it may be uh, yeah but if you see the lettering itself it was all it was just ripped straight out of sort of the Weimar Republic yeah. sort of you know stuff. it's more yeah. of that stuff you bought you bought from Germany yes right well, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah it was notorious for stealing fonts from Germany yes well right. and it may you know, like, Schmalfe Condensed, yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember? I remember why you did that. You you told me that's so that the in-house record departments couldn't do any of the peripherals, like the yes, they had to come to us. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they didn't like you. It's you know? true. <laughs> so we had to do all the promotion, right? Because yeah, they couldn't right. find the fonts. What a scam. <laughs> anyway, so that's I think just a nice piece to end on because. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. anyway, the one thing I have to do is thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. My and, pleasure. Thank and you. And talking about all our sort of crazy shit that we did <laughs> and how much fun we had and you know. 
Wow. And look at look at the work. My God, it's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Just well, amazing. You know, it, there's a there's a whole lot more that we didn't uh, get to today. No, but I know. These are some of the some of the most memorable. And we've kept know. it clean. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so, so far, so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, John, well, thank you very no, much for no, man, inviting it was really me. Cool. It's, yeah. a, it's a pleasure to be here, and this has been an excellent studio. That's lovely, isn't it? So we're very thrilled. Real nice to be here. All right, darlings, this is wonderful. Thank you so much, guys, everyone back there. Thanks for your We're help. waving. Thank you. <laughs>well, that was a lively and wide-ranging discussion. I want to thank my dear friend and colleague Ron Larson for sitting down and chatting with us today. A quick plug before I go. I'm online at koshdesign.blogspot.com and you can find me on Facebook at Kosh Art. That's me. I'm Kosh and this has been Art of Rock, a production of Rock and Roll Archaeology. Thank you for stopping by and we hope to see you next time. Cheers. Hey diggers, Christian Swain here with a short pause for a great cause. We believe music education for young people is an investment in a better future for all of us. If you listen to our podcasts, chances are you agree. Little Kids Rock has transformed the lives of more than 650,000 public school students by bringing music education into their schools. Little Kids Rock trains teachers in underfunded schools to teach kids the music they love. From the Beatles to Bruno Mars, Led Zeppelin to Lady Gaga, Chuck Berry to Chance the Rapper. Little Kids Rock has become a national movement to restore, expand, and innovate music education in public schools across America. Visit littlekidsrock.org and learn more about how you can help put music where it belongs, in our schools. Thank you, and let's keep up the rockin' right into the next generation. Art of Rock is written by Kosh and produced by Christian Swain. All sound design and incidental music by Jerry Danielson. All quotes performed by actors unless noted. Playlists can be found at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Please purchase these great and important tracks. All songs, clips, and references can be found on our show notes. Please visit rnrap.com for more information. When we share knowledge between generations and across experiences, it gives us a deeper connection to the world around us. I'm Archana Ram and I'm an editor at Patagonia. We launched a new podcast series called Patagonia Stories. This season, we hear from artists, scientists, and activists about how they're protecting the places they love. Patagonia Stories launches December 1st, available wherever you listen. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.